All right, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to whore ourselves out a little bit. Brian's making me do this. We're looking for a few more advertisers for the uh, Nothing Important broadcast, our AM radio experiment in the Tampa Bay area. It's $30 for a 30-second spot on the broadcast and on our podcast and some other goodies. Uh, you can find more information on our website and hit us up at sales at nothingimportantpodcast.com. For more information. But it, it appears uh, he, he is on the phone with her, so I think we're being Wexlered right now, is I guess <laughs> what I would call it. That's the name of the, that's the, that's the episode name right there. We, we, we're being seahorned <laughs> in real life. We're, yeah, we're, we're not getting shoehorned, we're getting seahorned. That's when She's, you get pushed out right. of something. Shoehorned. <laughs> <laughs> she probably... She's probably recording her own crappy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, Patrick, I know you're supposed to talk to those two idiots from Chicago, but I also have a microphone and dozens of <laughs> listeners. <laughs> you're listening to nothing important. Please enjoy the show. So Brian doesn't know this is happening, but Dave and Dave and Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting in Third City Sound with my friend Alex Hoffer. Say hi, Alex. Oh, hi, Alex. We're going to uh, kill some time here while Brian figures out how to call me back. Um, <laughs> he's having some problems with his interface, so he's like... Help me. And I'm like, I don't know how FaceTime me. And then he hung up and hasn't called me back in the last five minutes. So And there's approximately three minutes left. Yeah, we're we're T minus two minutes to our interview with Patrick Fabian. You just did what you weren't supposed to do. But that's okay. I can edit that out. You can totally clear. Yeah, just and nobody know what we're talking about, which will even be better. Right. Because they'll be like, what are they what are they, what, are they, what, are they yeah. what are they talking about? What are they talking about? Well, we edited it out and you'll yeah. never know. Never because know. you are not allowed to. No. Kind of mm. like me not being allowed to know. Where I was born. No one ever told me. I've you, got no uh, documentation to prove where I was. No, it's, that's totally false. I know, <laughs> I know exactly where I was born. <clears throat> I, know what day, I, know, I even know what time I was born. I do, too. I think most people do, though. Really. Yeah, 12.58 a.m. 4.35 p.m. I was born in the midnight hour, which means I'm supposed to be able to see ghosts. Ooh. Yeah. Well, maybe um, But maybe, then ooh. again, if you're born in a day, you're born in the midnight hour of somewhere. Right. Well, sure. I mean, I don't know if it's just local time. Like, I mean, are, do hauntings depend on local time? The thing is, well, yeah, it's got to be right. local because, other, like you said, I mean, if you were somebody born at the same exact time but just on the other side of the world, it would be hello a different time of the day. Hello. Yeah. Hey, man. I think. Hey, I think we're just gonna have to go with this. But it it, it sounds okay. I put it like farther from my face and I turn the gain on it all the way down. Your phone? No, on the uh, on this other microphone. Oh, the other microphone. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not going to waste the guy's time spending 20 minutes trying to fix it. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. So Tom just walked in. Yo. Mr. Tom just walked in. Um, 
It's been a it's a busy day at Third City Sound for Dave. Um, Who, who's Tom? Tom? Tom is uh, the bass player in Alex's band, among many many other local uh, area acts. Um, oh, are you guys re- are you guys recording tonight? Yeah, we're gonna work on some side project stuff, and uh, Alex and I were just working on our next time of the month song. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well let's let's uh, let's call Pat then, I guess. Let's call Pat. Just killing time, waiting for Patrick Fabian. Fabian. I'm looking for Patrick Fabian. Hmm. Waiting. Waiting for a podcast guest. If you see him, tell him to immediately call the orderly and make sure that he brings his papers soon. Otherwise, we'll not be able to process him correctly. All right. Are you there, Dave? I am here. Are you recording? I'm recording. Oh, okay. So anyway, so <clears throat> all right, let me start. Um, all right, so we don't have our guest on the phone because I just called Dave, and I should have. I wish there was a way to record that because we actually got his uh, voicemail. So I left him a message saying <laughs> that I was I was calling him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, you uh, were recording that? No, I well, I have to I have to swap it over, and anybody who who's listened <laughs> knows that I am not awesome with the iPhone at all. Oh. Damn it. Absolutely. <laughs> That's okay. We could just go ahead and start now, and I know you're going to leave most of that bullshit anyway. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is the Nothing Important Podcast. My name is Brian. With me, as always, is Dave. So, Dave, hello. Yeah, um, I was just recording a bunch of stuff with a super secret guest while you were trying to get a hold of our other guest that we knew that we were going to have so I could surprise you, and then you're not going to hear it until I do the podcast. <laughs> until I edit it. You were, you, were, you were talking to a super secret guest. Yeah. Who do I get? I hear a lot of chimes in the background. Okay, that is that my background music for guessing who the super <laughs> guest is. That's Tom. Is that okay, uh, is he, he's just making noise in the background? It's cool. Um, actually, all right. And if what if you don't know? Oh, actually, uh, hold on. We got we got Patrick on the phone. Give me one second. Here we go. Patrick Patrick says, "Call me now." So oh, <laughs> so ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, I am dialing Patrick Fabian, who plays Howard Hamlin on Better Call Saul. Uh, I'm gonna cut out. <laughs> that sounded like something getting into a car accident. Or that something. that <laughs> sounded like the sound of a phone just dying. Yeah, like let's. Well, without further ado, let me introduce. <laughs> and now an excerpt from the book of things Dave doesn't care about. Fucking narcissists. This was an excerpt from the book of things Dave doesn't care about. You're listening to Nothing Important. All right, so uh, coming up is our kind of off-the-rails <laughs> interview with uh, Better Call Saul actor, Howard Hamlin himself, Patrick Fabian. And, man, what, what a fun interview, not because it was the most structured but or even the most, like, informative but like it, it was just absolutely silly and ridiculous everything that happened and it was absolutely great yes it was fun it was fun for me i'd never yeah. done one before with you guys so i it was nice to be able to get a chance to come and sit in with you and, and do that yeah and that voice that you're hearing folks is alex hoffer alex hoffer is a musician from uh the chicago land area alex why don't you go ahead and uh plug your website and your band yeah my name is alex hoffer like uh like he said and uh, website's alexhoffer.com or alexhoffermusic.com. Either one works. It's H-O-F-F, like David Hasselhoff, just minus the hassle. And I, like you said, I, you know, I, uh, full-time musician around here. I met Dave H-O-F-F-E-R. several years ago. H-O-F-F-E-R. H-O-F-F-E-R. Mm, need mm-hmm. more input. Um, 
but yeah, I would expressed some interest to to sit in, in something like this with with Dave for a while, and he invited me tonight and was kind enough to let me sit in, and it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, well, good. We're we're glad that you came out. What what um what what did you think about what did you think about Patrick? Very cool dude, right? Uh, very, very normal. Very just I mean, he's a very down to earth guy. You know, what I mean, like you could absolutely see yourself sitting somewhere having a beer with him, having the same conversation. That right. we just had, and as we were kind of discussing earlier, I think it's you know you you mentioned it got off the rails a little bit, but I think for a lot of people, I mean at least I know personally when I listen to uh, some people talking to somebody from a show or from a, a sports athlete or whatever it may be, uh, I find it it's always a little more interesting when you're able to get them to talk about just totally normal things right. that normally <laughs> they might not talk about on on air with somebody like you know in a in a podcast setting or radio setting or whatever it may be. Um, so I think. It's funny, like you said, you don't really learn a whole lot about the guy and what he does in, in the show on that particular show, but you do learn a bit, a little bit of how cool of a person he yeah, is. Yeah, you learn about them as people, and yeah. stuff like that. Like yep. when Eric Griffin called in, and we were in the middle of a conversation about what superheroes you would put on what position of your football team, and we just started the conversation like that, like, <laughs> right. hey, so I mean, where would you put the Hulk on your football team? You know, it's a good question too, because it really. Uh, there are a lot of good places, right? Like a good, I mean, it's right. not just one. He's well, kind of like the red green. I want to. I, w- I want to get back to uh, to Patrick real quick, but before I do, for the record, once again, I want to state that Eric Griffin from Workaholics' opinion about the Watchmen movie is completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> which which guy is Eric Griffin from? Montez. He plays oh, uh, Montez okay. on Workaholics. All right. Yeah. So anyway, so Patrick, uh, yeah, totally fun. Started the conversation talking about his children, which I can totally relate to because I have two small children. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a dog, you know, so I can I, totally relate. Yeah, I've got a dog too. Yeah, and same kids, so I know basic exactly thing. You know, like exact, sh- there's no <laughs> difference between raising children and raising a dog. You feed them, you put right, some water because, in a well, bowl, about it. and I you're mean, good to go. Yeah, right. They both they both shit everywhere, and when you really want to hear the TV, <laughs> that's when they start making I, you noise. Know, it's I, the same I think, exact thing. Like some of my friends that have kids, and my family have kids, like young kids too. Like I'm starting to like actually come to the realization that I think. Kids actually shit more than dogs do. Probably, now at this yeah, point, yeah. like, like yeah. it's pretty. I, I'm blown away sometimes. Like, man, that dog is stopped pooping, and this kid is still shitting himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, couple cool tidbits that uh, Patrick did let us know. I'm pretty excited to hear uh, the Kettleman's commentary track for yeah, the entire first season, season of Better Call. They have to be back. What in a cool two. idea for a for a yeah. bonus feature in a in a DVD or you know. Blu-ray collection to have the characters of the show doing the, you know, in character. That exactly. I mean, character. that just that idea. I think was I've never seen. I've never heard of that yeah. before. I mean, maybe I mean they were in like before, two. I guess they were pretty big plot points. Are they? Yeah, I, they, um, they were like they were like three like, episodes. Yeah. I have to divulge yeah, that I yeah. don't know a whole lot about the show, so I don't know who they are. They're like, are they weird right. characters? Are they kind they're, of strange people? They were kind of odd, and they were just they were a very influential case in, um. In Jimmy's career as a lawyer, and uh, well, I tell you, I tell you what, Alex, Alex, why don't why don't yeah. you buy the Blu-ray of Better Call Saul yeah. season one with the Kettleman commentary on it? I'm support gonna have to our do friends, that. support our friends at AMC and Better Call Saul, and we'll talk to you next week. And in the meantime, here's Patrick Fabian, kind of on the phone with us. <laughs> oh man, Dave, you there? I'm here. Patrick, you there? Man, how you doing? Hey, Patrick. Ah! All right. <laughs> All right. That's right. So, hey, hey you, you guys have kids, right? Oh, man, I got two of them. Yeah, Dave doesn't, but I no, got two. I am one. Yeah, remind, remind me why we did this. We just, had, we just had two kids over to our two kids, and you put four of them together, and 
it's, you know, it's, uh, it's an advertisement for a vasectomy. I'm like, oh, do we have to shout everything at everyone? Do we have to do this? Oh, yeah. Do we have to pick up every fucking toy in the house? In the house? Okay. I guess so. I always, I always tell my, I always tell my friends who are just now having kids. It's kind of funny because when they're birthed at the hospital, you know, the nurse gives you a rundown of what. It's like an. It's like when you buy a car, they give you a rundown of what you 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 are and are not supposed to do with the kid. And I I laughed. I laughed because you know they're like, well, make sure that you feed it at a somewhat consistent time. When you hold it, you want to hold it by its ass and the back of its neck. And whatever you do, don't shake the baby. And you're like, well, who who the hell would ever shake the baby? Think I'm shaking a baby? Well, <laughs> right. Yeah, first, there there, there are sure. times you just want to shake the damn baby. <laughs> I just I just ran into the whole idea of um, you know we have a fireplace you know it's a, it's a gas fireplace but the people before us used to burn some logs there so we just kept uh, kept the ash there because this is stupid this is an adult thing this is an adult problem I should have removed it a long time ago <laughs> but we told them hey don't don't play in there so we thought well that's that's solved right yeah right. Right. Wait, no, no, our two year old our four year old don't play in the fireplace so their friends were over and they got the great idea to clean it out. So they got their feather dusters and their pom-poms, and all of a sudden, I'm like, why is it gray? And we go in, and the entire front room is just this. It's a terrarium of fucking ass everywhere. And and I look at my wife, and my wife is about ready to yell, and I'm about ready to yell, and what are you going to do? So we start laughing. We're like, everybody out. Everything's covered with ash. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. Anyway, so that's where I was at, and I'm now sort of cleaned up, and hello, and how are you guys? How's the Midwest? Uh, we're we're doing great. It's a little cold here. How's California? Um, started off forty three degrees this morning. It was seventy nine by the time I pulled in the driveway at five. Significantly warmer than it is here. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's all day long. All day long, it's warmer. There's no real, ash here. Though. Real quick, real quick before we we move on uh, from the topic, I got I got a, a little girl who turns one years old on Christmas Eve, and I don't know if your kids have gone through this, but my first kid never figured out that she could screech, like screech her voice. My new kid figured it out like a month ago, and that's like her main form of communication is just blood-curdling screams. You know what? That's when you realize it's yours. Yeah. That's when yeah. you realize it. other people look at you. You have that child. You're that person. You're that person on the airplane, at the mall, anywhere. <laughs> they look at you like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know better. Stay at home. <laughs> Your little wraith child should not be out in public. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Patrick, it's kind of a it's kind of a fun episode. You know how we like to do things. We like to keep it uh, fun Absolutely. and loose. And, and uh, Dave is actually in his music studio at Third City Sound in Juliet, Illinois. And we actually have uh, Alex Hoffer. Uh, he's a, he's a local musician. Has quite a following. He's he's on the line. He wanted to be on the podcast, so he'll be with us today as well. Alex, say hi to Patrick Fabian from Better Call Saul. How you doing, Patrick? Oh, hey, nice I'm- to hear you. Uh- I'm good, brother. Nice to hear you. Are you are you going to provide interstitial music or just sort of an underlying tone of mood to help move me along? More so just underlying confusion is probably what it'll end up being from my end, but we'll see how it goes. You know, I'm just here a, to a sort of keep it warm. rock solo, if need be. Yeah, you know, I, I, do, I do a good mouth harp, so we'll see if I can break that in at some point. And I mean mouth harp like with my actual mouth, not an actual instrument. <laughs> you know... Uh, Patrick, speaking of musicians, also we had Kevin Wiseman on at at the end of August, and he says, "Oh, I love Kevin." Yeah, he says he owes you a cup of coffee. We <laughs> because he used to buy him coffee all the time. Uh, yes, we we did a play together, and yeah. um, and every time uh, I showed up, I always got coffee for him every time. And at one point, he was like, "You have to stop bringing me coffee because I'm going <laughs> to owe you too much because I hate <laughs> owing people." 
But I just I saw him at an <laughs> Emmy party actually, and he was like, "Hey, I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to start by stop by Starbucks on the way here." So uh, he does he does owe me a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. So if if you see him again, let him know that let him know that I brought it up and reminded him. <laughs> I will. He actually talked about you guys. He goes, he, he goes, you talked to those guys, and I'm like, yeah. He goes, they're really fun. I'm like, I know. Awesome. Oh, we gotta go visit them live. Dude, any anytime you come to Chicago, I like I said, I extended the offer last time. You come to Chicago, I'll take you out for pizza and beers. Absolutely. You warm it up and I'll come out for the pizza. Sounds great. I can absolutely do that. You say so, warm it up, uh, so we got four months. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll see you for that weekend in July. Right. It's uh it's that time between we take down the winter decorations and then get ready to put them back up again. It's, right. it's like a short window, short window of time. Um, so Patrick, we're, we're super excited to talk to you again. And finally they gave us a date for season two of better call Saul. Yeah. February, February 15th. 15th. Absolutely. How, ex- how exciting we're, we're absolutely pumped. We're stoked. You know, uh, it's been kind of a drought, uh, as far as the show goes, they're very good at keeping, keeping the secrets locked down and we can't see, wait to see what's in store for, uh, for Howard. Well, you know, it's, it's that weird thing too, because like you're saying that and I'm like, Oh no, there's all this. I'm like, right. Cause I was just doing it. I was just doing season two. So therefore <laughs> it's still very much in my brain. We just wrapped about three weeks ago. So yeah, you're, you were living it, my friend. <laughs> I was living it as a matter of fact. And yeah, I tell you what, uh, I took a whole bunch of pictures this year. Um, but it's that weird thing of like, you know, like you can't post anything, uh, and mm-hmm. because you know, the, the one they'll, they'll just kill you literally. And, uh, <laughs> Two, you, just, you don't want to give anything away. Right. But I, I can safely say this. You know, uh, I also feel that there was a drought because there was only 10 episodes. Um, and, uh, you know, if there was any, uh, dare I say, complaint about the first season of Better Call Saul, there was definitely that sense of people were, weren't sure what it was going to be. And, mm-hmm. and I think they, wa- they wanted certain things to unfold or certain storylines to have a little more meat on their bones and that sort of thing. And all I can say is that, you know, season one set the table really well for season two nice. and where things start to get going. And I think people's, uh, 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 their thirst is going to be satisfied is what I can definitely say on that. Ooh, I like well, it. That's, <laughs> do, uh, <laughs> does it pick up right at the end of season one or is there like a time jump there between the seasons? He can't tell you that, Brian. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I really can't. Can I can't you divulge how many episodes there are? Then, then I withdraw my question. <laughs> yeah, you withdraw. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those interviews. I'm sorry. I'm no, that's okay. On that. uh, no, you know what? Um, it, 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 we we keep moving along. I mean, you're gonna find out more what happens to everybody in the show. There's no doubt about it. But you know, these guys always reserve the right to time shift in order to go ahead and give you a little more backstory or, or right. what's going on. So. You know, and just today, as a matter of fact, uh, the whole writing staff received three uh, Writers Guild nominations. Oh, wow. Which is a huge thing for, for best drama, for best new show, and then for a particular episode as well, which is, uh, you know, as, as we were talking about it uh, with some friends the other day, I mean, there's like 100,000 shows on, on television. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm partial to this without a doubt. But I also understand there's a lot of other, you know, worthy contenders out there. There's a lot of great TV. So once again, to have these guys, uh, Vince and Peter in particular, were singled out for their work on the pilot last year, uh, just reminds me, as my friend said, he goes, hey, uh, this is just a reminder for you not to get cute or get creative and just get your mark and say exactly what they've written for you and <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny when I was when I was putting together, uh, just kind of prepping a little bit for our talk today, uh, It's it's so... 
we, you know, because there's obviously a lot you can't speak about yet. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, I want to ask him about the show, but I don't know what I kind of can't ask him. So then I was like, oh, I'll just ask him if there's a time jump. And apparently I'm not, I'm not allowed to ask about that. So let me, <laughs> out, of the, out of the gates, all of a sudden you're like, wow, this half hour is going to be a five minute interview. Dude, I it fuck, that'll be it. So. Story of my life. Within the first 10 minutes, I fucked it all up and blew it. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> here, let me, let me ask you this. Maybe you can tell me this. So in the first season, we didn't get to see a lot of, of Howard's story. And I know it's, it's all about Saul and Jimmy and what have you, but do we, do we, will we get any glimpse into like more of the personal life and the background of uh, Howie Hamlin? Well, you know, by its nature, a second season gets to go ahead and start to grow the the, the roots of the tree a little bit more, you know, and mm-hmm. get the branches going. So I had a, that's a vague, like Wayne Dyer kind of way to say, you know, in life, life is like a tree. A television show is like a bush. <laughs> uh, but it, but it kind of is because, you know, uh, as much as everybody loves Saul and loves Jimmy and wants to find out what's going on, now that we've established him and his world, uh, you know, we want to see more of his world growing around him and see what's going on. And, you know, and also, uh, you know, Mike and Jimmy are connected. We want to see how that continues on. Uh, you know, what's going on with Kim and Jimmy? Right, um, yeah. You know, as of last season, she was uh, really uh, basically the, the only the only lady in skirts walking around, and she certainly had a thing with Jimmy. You know, mm-hmm. they've got a connection going on, so we want to see where that goes, whether Jack and Diane sort of thing ends up, uh, or there's yeah. Sam and Diane, Jack and Diane. I went to the, it's John. I was going to say, uh, you're sitting out the uh, <laughs> yeah. Casey Freeze. Yeah, listen to me. I'm trying to talk cool like I know <laughs> TV, and all I do is jump to an '83 song from Met John <laughs> Cougar Bellingcamp. That's okay, Dave. Dave is Dave and Alex are actually working on a, a John Cougar Mellencamp cover band right now. That's right. <laughs> are you really? Yeah, they're putting the final pieces together. That's why they're at the studio. Yeah, it's called it's called oh, Life fantastic. Life Goes On. Oh, I thought it was called Cougars Forever, <laughs> but that could have been mistaken. <laughs> get a different crowd, you know. It's called, it's fact, called, get a there's a difference crowd. in opinion they're between the two of us. And they're going to wonder what you two are doing on stage. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We're going to call it Jack and Diane, actually. It's gonna be a it's gonna oh, be a different name great. every week, <laughs> <laughs> and that way nobody knows where to see us. That's the idea. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's super undercover. You're super independent. Good for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like so anti-establishment. There is like no establishment whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, you might say they follow anti-establishment. Oh, damn it! I was yeah, gonna drop <laughs> anti-disestablishmentarianism in the podcast. I wish you could have seen his face just now. Like when he wow, said that, he you know was like, he was so upset that he didn't know how to say that right at that moment. He is. You know what? <laughs> we can pretend like you didn't even try to say it, and then later on, find a place to feather it in, and we'll be impressed. We'll act like it's the first time. <laughs> anti-disestablishmentarianism. Wow! Good one. word. Holy dude. cow! That's, that's like that's like Zoom Schwartz Perfigliano, right? That's a tough one. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> That. You are oh, much. Guess, who that, guess who's calling me right now? Who's that? Ray Seahorn. Oh, tell her we said hi. <laughs> Can you punch her in? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but I don't even see what, what I'm loving about this is we are so far off the rails right now. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm about I'm about to throw it more off the rails. Somehow there was, there was talk of a John Cougar Mellencamp tribute band that has no real name except for a different song title every week. <laughs> That's where this went to somehow. <laughs> And I'm I'm just happy that I could be a part of it. Really, I thank you for that. <laughs> that's what that's what we do, Alex. I'm not I'm not even sure if Pat's still on the phone. <laughs> He's probably listening. Yeah. Okay. What are these guys gonna say yeah. when I'm not there? 
Well, he's probably talking to Ray because Alex, I don't know if you know, but we've actually had uh, Ray Seahorn who plays Kim Wexler on Better Call Saul. She was actually on her show, one of the first celebrity interviews that Dave and I did. The, Dave, yeah, Dave mentioned first. that to me um, a, a handful of months ago when he first uh, kind of mentioned me he was doing a show with you. And uh, that was what he, that's kind of his introduction to, for me about how you guys were doing what you're doing here. And that was a really cool kind of story to, to hear about because she's been really nice with you guys too, apparently, because mm-hmm. you guys love her a lot. Yeah, you know what? Ray, uh, well, I guess we're waiting for Pat. The, the beauty of Ray is uh, that her, her being willing to talk to us actually really opened up a lot of doors for Dave and I because, of sure. course, it kind of opened the doors to more of the cast for Better Call Saul. But uh, those, you know, the cast members of that show taking their time to speak with two nobodies like us actually gave us clout to talk to some of the really awesome people that we've talked to on the Nothing Important podcast. Yeah, so. yeah. It makes perfect sense, too. I mean, you know, when somebody like th- that is in that, that place in a show, in the cast, you know, um, like you said, that's got to be really – great for you guys too. I mean, you guys are having fun doing this thing anyways, but when you get to get, you know, kind of a blast of exposure like that, that's gotta be wonderful. Yeah. And, and right. she, she, uh, was part of the crew that bullied Patrick Fabian into coming on. With us too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. The, the Twitter bully party. <laughs> yeah. We were, uh, I don't know if you heard Alex, but no, we were, we I were didn't. trying to get Patrick Fabian on the first time. And I started up uh Twitter and tagged, uh, Ray Seahorn and Julianne Emery. And said, hey, these nice ladies were on the show. Why aren't you? And then they kind of jumped on top of them. We're like, yeah, why aren't you on the show? You're too good for it. And then <laughs> so we bullied Patrick into coming on. A little friendly ribbon to make some things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it appears uh, he, he is on the phone with her. So I think we're being Wexlered right now. Is, I guess <laughs> what I would call it. That's the name of the, that's the, that's the episode name right there. We, we, we're being seahorned <laughs> in real life. We're, yeah, we're, we're not getting shoehorned. We're getting seahorned. That's when she's, you get pushed out right. of something. Shoehorned. Right. <laughs> she probably, she's probably recording her own crappy podcast. <laughs> like, hey, Patrick, I know you're supposed to talk to those two idiots from Chicago, but I also have a microphone and dozens of <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Have you have you seen uh, with Bob and David, the new? No, no, okay, I totally I'm gonna, want to see it. Right, it's, I'm gonna. I've it's seen, on Netflix, right? Yeah, I've seen a bunch of them, and I'm gonna. I was gonna ask Patrick if he's seen it at all. What is that? <laughs> they rebooted. <laughs> oh, Mr. Show. yes, you know, I did. I watched a couple episodes of that, but it was like late at night, so like I was watching it and w- wasn't of sound mind. We'll just say uh, that. Yes. And. Uh, I just kind of passed out watching it. Oh, but it was <laughs> okay. We're gonna keep this. We're gonna keep this rolling. Patrick just uh, Patrick just texted me and he said I'm cut off and I blame Ray. Give me a call. So okay, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> this this is now uh, officially my favorite uh, my favorite episode <laughs> episode, yes. episode of whatever podcast we're gonna post this. Patrick, on. Hold on a second. The Let blessed me. guest, Fabian. <laughs> yeah. All right, so give me one second to try to call him back here. I'm going to be like, what the hell happened? By the way. All right, so now I'm calling Patrick back. Patrick! He's noodling around on something there. If there's musical instruments <laughs> okay, around give time, me, we'll Give me one second occupied. to merge you back on. Four hours. Gentlemen, he's back. Hello! <laughs> yeah, okay, for the record, first of all, uh, anti-disestablishment, I want to say that Ray Seahorn uh, was calling me as we were talking. And so I thought it was going to be cute and try and uh, patch her in. 
but I'm a moron when it comes to my iPhone. So all you do is cut her off. And then I, and I, and I got on and I cut her off and then I cut you off. Oh, and nice. I checked her message that was nine seconds long. And it says, she goes, she goes, okay, you're so busted. I heard you say, did I switch over? And then she clicks off. So I'm oh. coming with her. And I imagine she's calling because she just sensed somewhere in Los Angeles I was talking about her and maybe not talking nice enough about her. So, uh, <laughs> me, me, Dave, and Alex had this theory going that she actually called you because she has her own crappy podcast going on and she wanted you as a guest. <laughs> Ray from the West Side. It could and be. then, and, and hey, how about that? Everyone in fandom wants to know, right? Uh, so Ray and I, yeah, we're friends. We talk to one another, even when we're not on set. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that is very making, nice. Well, it is. We're actually making uh, dinner plans to get together because you know, once you spend a lot of time with one another, and you're uh, you know in Albuquerque and hanging out and doing the whole set thing, it's that you do become a family, very much like the like a theater troupe or a band or any of that sort of thing. You, you become a family with shared experiences that only sort of you know. And that gang knows, you know, with all your in jokes and all that sort of thing. And, and you get used to it. And it's funny how you get so vulnerable with people who you who are basically strangers, right? Right, right. You know, well, you take me- years to get to know people. And then all of a sudden you're just thrown together with this person. You immediately sort of, as actors, you, you trust one another. Right. You have to, you have to sort of, you have to absolutely trust them because you just, you know, it's so fraught with low self-esteem and, 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 and uh, combined with an overbloated sense of self that you need somebody there who's working alongside of you, who allows you to be all those things, you know, at the same time and sort of accepts that. And then you allow them to be that as well. And, you know, yeah. Makes you, you two little, two little wounded flowers together. That's what, well, you know, you know, it might be a fun uh, tidbit to, uh, to pass back to her when you, when you talk to her, she was actually, are you still there? Everybody? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, no, I'm here. Ray has okay. called back. We're, we're, never giving, call back again. we're giving you attention. <laughs> Go ahead. No, sorry. My phone made weird, made the weird, uh, we're no longer on noise. So I was just making sure. I also am not iPhone awesome, uh, Pat. <laughs> so, um, uh, right. I mean, it, it could do it, but I, I don't know how. So, like, yeah, like uh, this is what I tell Dave every time because I think we even hung up on you the first time we spoke. And I tell Dave every time, like, the, the I see the icons, they make total sense. It's just for some reason something something happens between my brain and my finger where it just doesn't make the connection to the technology. It just it just I've, refuses to work. I have not dropped a call yet on this podcast. Let, can I, if I can ask you a question well, I, quickly, um, Patrick? This yeah. is Alex again. Um, but you you were referring to the cast becoming like a family, which makes perfect sense because you do you guys spend so much time together. Uh, but as yeah. a family, I have to assume that there's always like an Uncle Tommy who like. That's, you know, it's the guy like, uh, yeah, no, he's, he's our family. Oh, no, we love him. It's cool. But, like, do you ever get that? Like, and I'm, you obviously don't, you don't have to mention anybody's name particularly, but just as no, an actor No, 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 I'm not going to say anything, Jonathan um, Banks. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know, uh, it, it, part of this cast is, um, and I use this term extremely loosely, we're all kind of adults. Um, <laughs> it's an older cast. There's nobody who's like, there's nobody who's like in their early 20s. Right. Who's just, you know, sort of like discovering it. And, you know, um, there's, there's different degrees, but we're all pretty experienced in a lot of ways. And so there's, there's none of that, but there's always, uh, you know, uh, cast wise, I wouldn't say there's ne- necessarily sort of, uh, the, the uncle Tommy, but mm. you know, in a crew of the size that it takes to create sure. that show, there are some characters and there are some people who are working some very long hours mm. and, um, 
they don't get a trailer to go to during lunch. And after you get about nine or 10 episodes into it, people start to get a little kooky. People start to get a little flaky. And, uh, you know, uh, there's no, uh, no one's been uh, asked to leave as far as I know. Um, but, uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, we're all going camping and it's great. We're all excited and, and everybody has their responsibilities. And then all of a sudden you get out to the woods and you realize like, Oh yeah, I totally forgot to bring the flashlight. Or, <laughs> oh, you, I was in charge of the food. And so things can start to get a little chippy at some point. And when you're working really hard and working really long, you know, when everything's moving along and everyone's doing their part and doing their job, uh, it, it can be exhilarating and exhausting. But when things start to go awry, and they always do in any production, no matter how great it is, mm-hmm. that's when you find out, like, the quality of people you're with and what's going on. Sure. And, uh, you know, you know, nobody's throwing chairs in this in this production, which is really cool, except Tom Schnauss. He, is he listening to this? Maybe Tommy is not listening to this. He's our executive <laughs> no. director and writer. <laughs> I'm going to go on a yes. limb. He would say, yes, I would love to throw a chair. I'll go on a limb and say that he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we were, uh, what I, uh, man, now I'm lost. See, this is what I love about this. It's so off the rails. It's, it's oh, no, amazing. we were talking about iPhones, and I wanted to say, oh, yeah. just, uh, just uh, keep this in your mind. When you get Ray on next time, um, yeah. You have to let me know in advance and text me because I want to call in when she's talking to you. Oh, yeah, totally. Absolutely. (laughs) No, I just want to keep I want to call and I'm going to keep calling her until she answers the phone. <laughs> what, what I, uh, so I'm, I'm already anticipating taking over Ray's interview, which will make her so happy. Awesome. I, I, oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Ray, you know she she chatted with us and she was. Uh, I was just telling Alex when uh, when you you were on the phone with her or got disconnected or whatever. I was just telling Alex what. Uh, Ray uh, actually means a lot to our podcast because she was the the first the first uh, cast member. To, to grant us an interview and actually talk with us. And and she was so nice and so, and so endearing. And then, uh, you know, that kind of opened the doors for Julianne Emery, which of course, remember they bullied you into coming on the first time. And then it's true. They did. They, they, they bitch slapped me in and that's the good. I like the that. Twitter, the Twitter slap, right? Was <laughs> and, that what it was? Yeah. The, 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 the oh, tweet oh, Speaking slap. of Julianne, I want to, I want to get this in real quick. You know, uh, there's the new DVD collector's edition that's coming out of uh, a better call Saul season one. And on it is the Kettleman's commentary. Oh, nice! Really? They take and in character, Mister and Missus Kettleman sit there and diagnose the entire episodes as Mister oh. and Missus Kettleman. That's awesome! It's a very unique. <laughs> yeah. That's a very unique thing to do as a you know a bonus feature to something. Yeah. That's oh, absolutely! Really cool. and, and honestly, I mean, it's the sort of thing if you're going to watch it again and watch them. But they're so they're so talented and so good. Um, I'm so I'm very very excited. I actually I actually ordered mine today. <laughs> on, the off, on the off chance, on the off chance that Sony overlooks looks at uh, the cast <laughs> this Christmas, <laughs> and you know you laugh, but that that stuff kind of happens. Yeah, like, but hey, we thanks, and they'll fly out, and they'll be like, "We love you," and they'll take pictures, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, no, we're not sending you a DVD, but we'll give you a discount." You know that sort of thing. <laughs> that's a prior. Re- it's like, a mail and rebate for the company web store. <laughs> that's coupon the company code. web store. I'm like, no, it's good. They're like, sorry, it's only good until January first. But I'm on the show. <laughs> Well, come back come back when you're a regular on scandal see ya <laughs> <laughs> well that's great because when we had uh julianne on um we, we talked about that how they they were so into those characters and made those characters so real that that could be a web series i i was like fitting them the idea i'm like you guys should just record yourselves and put it on youtube of of the kettleman's just out and about and like an everyday 
situations, like at the post office or the drive-through at McDonald's. Knowing Julianne Emery and and how uh, dedicated she is, and what a go-getter she is, I'm surprised it's not already, already out there. I really am. Right, <laughs> right, absolutely. Um, well, uh, Patrick, man, thanks so much for coming on the show I'm, and uh, wasting a half an hour of your life with us. We totally appreciate it. It's already been a half an hour? Oh, my gosh. Let me end with a shameless plug. Shameless plugs to get the DVD for uh, for Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, if you don't get it for Christmas, get it for St. Patrick's Day. Um, right. I think Netflix is dropping it, uh, the entire episodes, on uh, in January sometime. Uh, season 2 begins February 15th. Follow me at Patrick Fabian on Twitter, Mr. Patrick Fabian on Instagram, and 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 what else? Oh, and that Ray Seahorn, she's fantastic. She's got she's you're gonna love the stuff that she's got coming up this season. You're gonna love what Jimmy's got coming up this season. I think if you here's the one thing I can tell you for sure. I will I will tell you for sure about season two. Howard Hamlin will still be the best dressed man on Better Call Saul. Yeah. <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, Patrick, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, like yes, I said, wow. offer offer for pizza is is always up, and we, we hope we get to talk to you again soon, my friend. Nice Bye. to talk with you. You guys take care. Happy holidays to you, all right? Happy holidays. All right, you Pat. too, Pat. Be sure to follow Nothing Important online at nothingimportantpodcast.com. Find us on iTunes, on Twitter at NotImportantPC, and you can also find us on Facebook. Nothing Important is recorded with help from Third City Sound in Joliet, Illinois. Thanks for being awesome.